Welcome to the Bioethics Podcast, a project of the Center for Bioethics and Human Dignity. I'm Michael Sleesman, Managing Director and Research Scholar at the Center. In this edition of the Bioethics Podcast, CBHD Fellow Gregory W. Rutecki, MD, comments on recent articles discussing the dangers inherent in the growing trend toward payment for organ procurement. Dr. Rutecki's essay is entitled, Commodities, Trading or Gift Exchange? Where will tomorrow's organ donors come from? Commodities Trading or Gift Exchange Where Will Tomorrow's Organ Donors Come From? by Gregory W. Rutecki, MD. It is a sad, true, and often reprised story. The need for solid organ donations egregiously exceeds the supply. The palpable desperation experienced by those who wait but also frequently die, has led to a variety of proposals aimed at increasing organ supply. Some of these remedies are just, and some are not. Designated donation, informed utilization of marginal donors, opting in, as in life sharers, and also in qualified instances, that is, those governed by strict quality and safety standards for donor and recipient, living liver donors, each can fall on the positive side of the ledger. Unfortunately, Other efforts targeting an increase in the organs available for transplant, such as treating donated organs as commodities, either in regulated or black market transactions, do not fulfill criteria for just procurement. However, organs as commodity schemes are becoming increasingly prevalent. Some contemporary examples of both brands of commodities trading, regulated or illegal, in the realm of solid organ transplantation should suffice. First, Considering black market organ trafficking, the Rotterdam Conference in April 2007 noted that illegal trafficking in solid organs was estimated to comprise 10% of all transplants performed worldwide. Trafficked kidneys alone in this specific context might account for 10,000 transplants internationally per year. In addition, some countries have regulated their commodities markets and have paid fees to donors that they determine to be fair and reasonable. Regulators have presumed that justice would be served solely by moving the sensitive transaction away from underground black markets. Unfortunately, the organ directedness in both venues is invariably a poor person's kidney to a rich recipient. In fact, in Iran, a commercial, that is, government-regulated system, has been in effect since 1988. Has it worked? Is it just? It appears to have failed on both accounts. Regulated transfers have taken over 90% of the entire market, have decreased voluntary donations, have marginalized post-operative donor care, and finally, the policy has again benefited the rich to the detriment of the poor. The bottom line is, government regulation does not redeem pay for organs in significant ways. has become clear, however, that organs are not just another commodity to trade, and that regulation of the activity is beset by injustice, similar in many ways to black markets. Other potential donors are watching the market transactions too. When China began to accept paying recipients from Hong Kong, live gift donations fell by 15%, and in Israel, by 30% when local insurance companies agreed to cover transplant tourism. It would be remiss to ignore a critical part of this transplant equation, the donor as person. 
Whether it is illegal or regulated, a commodities trade not only victimizes donors, but leaves them worse off than they were before they donated. Sagel's classic study is incriminating in this regard. Poor donors comprise a particularly disadvantaged group. Their average family income declined by one-third after donation. Three-quarters remained in debt, and 86% had deteriorating health as a result of surgery to donate. The organ, as commodity, is a recurrent theme and requires an immediate revisit. Singapore is considering legalizing and organ-trading kidneys. A member of parliament there disingenuously suggested that, quote, desperately poor people, end quote, are willing to donate for a, quote, hopefully improved life, end quote, despite multiple proofs to the contrary. An Australian physician proposed that his government pay $47,000 per donation. Both Asian nations suggested the policy revision despite their neighbor, the Philippines, recent sanction of pay for organs because the poor were consistently being exploited. Organs should not be sold in either a regulated or unregulated marketplace. They are not commodities, and every model of their sale to date has preyed on vulnerable persons who end up worse for the bargain, not better. Commodity trading in organs will unjustly continue to be a buy low for the recipient, sell high for the donor proposition during which the prohibitive costs will be borne by those who have the least. That was Commodities Trading or Gift Exchange, Where Tomorrow's Organ Donors Come From, by Gregory W. Rutecki, M.D. Dr. Rutecki is the Director of Medical Education at Mount Carmel Health System, Columbus, Ohio, and a Fellow of the Center for Bioethics and Human Dignity. A print version of this article, with references, is available on our website at www.cbhd.org. The Bioethics Podcast is a project of the Center for Bioethics and Human Dignity. The Center for Bioethics and Human Dignity, exploring the nexus of biomedicine, biotechnology, and our common humanity. Our website, cbhd.org, has a wealth of materials on a wide range of bioethical issues. For more information about the Center, and to support the work of the Center and projects like this podcast, please visit our website at cbhd.org. My name is Michael Sleesman, and I'm the Managing Director and Research Scholar of the Center. Thank you for listening to the Bioethics Podcast.